Welcome to Two Minute Warning. Let's get right into the first story. I want to talk about the state of NFTs, otherwise known as non-fungible tokens. So for me, NFTs were a really big deal because I tried to get in on technology things really early. And NFTs were something that was really interesting. And I thought they could really replace physical cards that people traded, you know, as kids. But NBA Top Shot has really ruined it. I mean, I bought NBA Top Shots when they first came out, and I spent a decent amount of money on them, and I was able to sell them. But the market has drastically tanked since the height of the popularity around February and March. And I think the reason why is obviously everything goes through a bubble, and we're not sure when there's going to be new trends and ideas. But NFTs really had a chance, and I think it was this rare digital thing, almost like cryptocurrency, that could have made it really cool. So where was the downfall? I think the first thing that went wrong was they just simply made too many. I mean, most of these moments that they have where you can buy, they're basically player cards. So like for physical cards, let's say they release uh, 1,000 of a LeBron type card. The NFTs are the same thing. They'll release 1,000 digital replicas of the same thing. And what's unique is you get your own serial number of that card. And I understand why they originally started making a couple thousand, but then they really upshot the number. So now there's like 30,000, almost 45,000 of each moment being made. And that really ruins it because you're not getting something unique with so many thousands of other people getting it and selling it on the marketplace. What happens is the moments really lose their value. And right now you can get them for around $10 now when they used to be worth a couple hundred back in the day. I have plenty of friends that lost out on plenty of money because they didn't sell them. So that's what's wrong. But we have some really good news in the NFT space this week as a Mexican soccer owner did something really cool. For some reason, he decided to make an NFT out of selling his team. Okay, fine. Only 1%, but still. What he's doing is he's giving away the certificate of of authenticity of ownership of the team with 1% of it. So he's selling this as an NFT for some reason. And it's really just a publicity stunt. And he admitted that it is a publicity stunt. But the opening bid is $1.3 million, which is a pretty huge number if you're considering what 1% of some random Mexican soccer team is. So he's clearly looking to make a profit. But this is really interesting because people are acknowledging that NFTs are still really important. And I think this bodes really well for the future of them. Uh, the other thing that I currently like in the NFT space is Zed Horse Racing, which actually makes NFTs the most functional out of anything I've seen so far. And with Zed, basically, you buy an NFT of a horse, and instead of just owning it as like a trading baseball card, for example, like NBA Top Shot does, you can actually enter races with these horse with these horses, and there's a blockchain algorithm that determines the winner. So you could basically, it, it, it's another form of betting, really, but it makes the NFT space much more interesting. And I think if there continues to be this type of innovation, NFTs will continue to be quite popular, and I think they do have a future. Now let's get into our second story, and this is something that's very near and dear in my heart. It was reported this week that the National Football League is considering adding an 18th game to the schedule around 2025, if not earlier. So this coming NFL season is the first one where there's going to be more than 16 NFL regular season games. They added one more game, the 17th game. It was, a poss- it was always a possibility in the collective bargaining agreement, but they finally decided to go through with it. And yeah, it's more football and everyone's really excited. But if I were the NFL... I'd be super careful here because you really don't want to add too many games. I mean, the main reason why the NFL is so great is because there's so few games, which means that even the bad teams can get lucky a few times and make the playoffs, for instance, which always makes things more interesting. What you want is variance. And the more games there are, the less variance that there's going to be. 
So yes, while we got two of the best teams, the Bucks and the Chiefs in this past year's Super Bowl, sometimes there's some wild cards that you just don't expect, like the 49ers a couple of years ago, and all of a sudden this past year they're a terrible tanking team. So that variance really creates an amazing NFL atmosphere. So I'd be really careful if I were the NFL. I really wouldn't look to add this 18th game. I'd wait to see how the 17 games works out. If the competitiveness is still the same, I wouldn't rush into anything. So, I mean, if you just look at around around sports, the NBA has 82 games usually. This past season, they had 72, and it was still too long. Nobody cares. I mean, even the playoffs that are going on right now, they're best of seven. It takes so long. Every, the games are once every three days. It just drags out so much. I mean, the NFL is just, it's, it's the best. It's one and done. It's all you need. It's one showdown between the two teams. And don't even get me started with Major League Baseball, which has 162 games. I mean, I know that it's baseball and it's a pastime, but that's just entirely too many games. I don't know what they can do. But if I were the NBA, I'd definitely look to shorten the games. And the NFL should really, really be careful. I mean, this 18th game really isn't a good idea. Just experiment with 17, see how it goes, and then you can reassess. Now, let's get into the 10-second runoff. On Wednesday, it was announced that my least favorite team in the league, the Boston Celtics, fired their GM, basically. He resigned, but we'll just say he got fired. And they moved their coach into the GM spot. So Brad Stevens, who has been the Celtics coach for the last, what, seven seasons, is now their GM. And we'll see how this plays out. It's just hilarious to me because the the Celtics are about to lose to the Brooklyn Nets, who they made that crazy trade with a couple of years ago that everyone thinks that the Celtics ripped them off. But look who's laughing now. Two. Medina Spirit, the horse that won the Kentucky Derby, is in some more trouble as a second drug test came back positive, which is bad news for the horse and which probably means that the second place winner of the Kentucky Derby is, Derby is going to be crowned the winner. And trainer Bob Baffer was also suspended. So not a great day in horse racing. Three. For some odd reason, the upcoming fight between one of the Paul brothers and Floyd Mayweather is going to have an only knockout rule, meaning that there's actually not going to be a winner unless there is a knockout. That's quite strange. Four, there's a new TV feature called LG Thin Q that allows you to shop for shoes that NBA players are wearing. Get this in game. So you can simply see what shoes they're wearing. It will come up on the TV and you can order them instantly. It's really actually brilliant. Five. Crazy, crazy NBA drama with fans lately. So Russell Westbrook had popcorn thrown at him. Trey Young was spit on. Kyrie Irving had a water ball thrown at him. A fan tried running on the court. I don't know what's happening. Everybody's losing their minds. Six. Javier Baez of the Chicago Cubs had one of the greatest base running plays I've ever seen. Basically, he ran down. He was about to run down to first, but decided to backtrack all the way. The first baseman chased him for some reason instead of simply stepping on the bag and a run ended up scoring from it. You have to see it to believe it. Seven. There's a card company that's offering fractional shares of a Babe Ruth 1914 Baltimore News pre-rookie card, which whose value is going to be around $6 million, which would be a card record. Really interesting to see that a fractional share company is just going to sell shares instead of going after one owner. Eight, Damian Lillard had literally the best playoff game since 1984 this past week. There's a stat called game score that combines all the players box score numbers into one score for the game. So you can compare one game to another. And he literally had a 55.9, which is the best since 1984. Simply incredible. Nine. The 76ers might be in a lot of trouble if Joel Embiid remains injured. This star who's probably going to be second in MVP race this, this past season 
has been injured and the Washington Wizards even stole a game from the Sixers in the first round of the playoffs. By the time this podcast airs, it might be that the series is a little bit closer. But for now, the Sixers fans should be really worried about Embiid and about wasting a great season. 10. Coach K of Duke is retiring after 42 seasons. The legend won five national titles and made 12 Final Fours. It's going to be really hard for the next guy to step into those shoes. We hope you enjoyed that all-out blitz. It's brought to you by me, Brad Waldstriker, podcast producer Zev Ran, and editor Annie Waldstriker. We hope you enjoy and don't forget to subscribe. Break ties with my lies. Uh, cause the same one saying that they messing with me.